Well, good morning. I'm Rick to answer. I know we're a little early because it's usually five o'clock, but it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> so, you know, priority one, air, uh, heating air and air conditioning is one of our clients. And I called Alicia the other day and I said, you know what I want to do is I want to do a show so we can help people who don't have air conditioning um, figure out better ways to cool down their house because this time of year, it's really hard. I remember being someone without an air conditioner and, oh, my God, you know, you you didn't know whether to open the windows or shut the windows or put a fan in or blow it out and blah, 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 blah. So um, come here, Nick. We have an expert. This is Nick. There's Hi, the man. How you doing? Doing very good. Thank so you. what do you do at Priority One? Uh, so I'm the service manager here. Uh, I got my start as a service tech a couple of years ago and recently transitioned into the service manager and uh, yeah, doing everything I can to help people out, especially during the summer here and uh, these crazy hot temperatures that we've gotten in the past couple of weeks. So what can, what, what's the best thing? Somebody that does not have an air conditioner, what, what's the best thing to do in the morning? How do you do, how do you do your windows? All that kind of, you guys know this stuff. Oh yes. That's the Oregon trick, you know, to go through and at night, trying to open up those windows, try and get as much air in as you can. Uh, you know, once the night passes and you wake up in the morning, it's trying to close everything back up as tight as you can uh, to try and keep things cooler going through. Uh, you know, looking at the house as a whole, you know, that's looking at that big picture there. Uh, looking at your doors, your windows, how can you keep the heat out in the first place? Uh, so shutting blinds and windows, all that blinds, stuff helps, doesn't it? All that helps. You know, a big thing to look into uh, as well as attic insulation. Uh, insulating your house properly and trying to keep the heat out to begin with. Uh, you know, that's a huge part that goes into, you know, trying to keep it cool, trying to keep it comfortable. And, you know, that even carries out outside of the summer, you know, during the winter time, you know, that's going to keep your house more comfortable as well. And, uh, you know, insulation is just a huge factor that goes into keeping the house comfortable year round. So what's the biggest mistake that you find people make that they, they think this is what grandma did or, you know what I mean? What's the biggest mistake people make when it comes to their homes in the summertime? I would say there's the concept of being energy efficient on waiting to run your system until it's hot in the house. If you wait for it to get to be 80 degrees in your house and then turn your air conditioning on, it's going to have to work a lot harder to bring that temperature down uh, as opposed to running the system earlier and maintaining a temperature throughout the day, it's a lot more energy efficient. Um, you know, it keeps the house more comfortable year round, you know, on that. Uh, so that's what I would say is most people, you know, if they're waiting too long to start their system, it's struggling to catch up the entire time uh, as opposed to setting and maintaining a temperature. And when you come home and when you have an air conditioner or a heat pump or something like that, when you come home from vacation, don't just crank it because I always turn ours up to, you know, 80, 85 or something. When you come home, you have to do it slowly, don't you? Yeah. You know, that's what it's going to take so much time for the system to bring it down, you know, to temperature there. Uh, so it gets to be expectations. You know, if it's 85 degrees in your house, having the expectation that it's going to drop it to 74 in an hour or two you know, that's a really, you know, far reaching expectation there. So, so Eula says we bought a big shade cloth for our roof and it's much cooler upstairs this year. Yeah. What is it? I don't know what that is. Yeah. And you know, there's different things, you know, Arizona people would put sprinklers on their roof, you know, to go through and have water there to keep the heat out. It's almost the same principle as if you were to do an attic fan or attic insulation, it's all the same result you're trying to get on keeping heat out. So different coverings, different things. I usually recommend, you know, the attic insulation, uh, attic fans, you know, it's all the same principle that tries to get you down the same road to the same goal. So BJ Lewis says, what about a swamp cooler? Do you know what that is? Yeah. You know, swamp coolers are a water, you know, based, you know, cooling system on that. 
they're not very common in a residential setting. A lot of times it's for uh, commercial kitchens that they go through and use. Uh, really for the area, for a residential setting, they're not very common you know, here. And uh, we'd recommend staying with the traditional heat pump system, at least here in the Lane County, Oregon area there. So Rob Brown says three block of ice, small box fan, eight hours of 72 degrees, five bucks. <laughs> yep. And that's, you know, the, uh, you know, the Home Depot trick there, you know, that go through and you know, have some ice and a fan. And, you know, that's how they, that's how air conditioning started. It was a block of ice with a fan. Really? How, so the term for tons of cooling of air conditioning, one ton of cooling, that term was brought on by having one ton of ice in front of a fan to produce cooling. So it does produce some cooling. The only downside, it does increase humidity due to, you know, evaporating the ice on that part and moisture in the home. But uh, when you're in a pinch, that is a good trick to get you by when it's 100 degrees out and if you don't have air conditioning. So Ula says... It looks like a big tarp and we placed it with spacers so air flows in between the roof and the cloth. It's already paid for itself. That's a cool I, that's a cool you thing. I don't think I've ever seen one in person, but like I said, that same principle on, you know, treating the heat not coming in, preventing the problem at first. So whether it's, you know, different, you know, shade coverings, attic fans, insulations, you know, it's good to try and be preventative on keeping that heat out. Uh, and then you can look towards treating, you know, the home inside. So, Chris, I'm not sure what mini split is. So mini split. So oh, Douglas mini well, split. That's why I have you here. God, <laughs> is it, you, I, if I did this by myself, I would be really bad because I'd just go, huh? Well, this is like I'm me here. in the urban dictionary. You know, I'd be, I don't know anything. People call me things and I'm going, um, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. So what is a mini split? So mini splits are a ductless, a primarily ductless system that uh, you know, I'd say the past 10, 15 years have really started to gain ground in the U.S. residential market for heating and cooling. Uh, you know, Asia and Europe, they've been very popular for the past 20 years or so. But uh, now here, we actually have a couple here in the training room that we can show you guys in oh, a bit. What is it? Uh, so we actually have oh. them up on the wall. Right okay. Come, oh, that's what this is. Okay. I didn't know that's what the name was. I love these. Oh, yeah. I have them in little Airbnbs and stuff like that. So here, I'm going to go this way. That, that's a mini split. Yeah. So this is a Mitsubishi mini split. Uh, it's a ductless unit on that. It provides uh, you know, heating and air conditioning there. Uh, but a really good solution for, you know, especially homes if you're doing a addition to, you know, if you already have an existing heating and air conditioning system, that system was designed for the house as it was. So if you're doing a 500 square foot addition, you know, you almost don't want to take off from your existing system because it was designed for your house as it originally was. Right. Doing something like this, you know, it's an easy, cost-effective solution to handle, you know, an area like that. Or, hey, if you change that attic to a bonus room on adding something there. Uh, but no, these are a very good, you know, solution for, you know, the right settings there on providing heating and cooling. There's no duct work involved. Uh, and so I think solution. for like tiny houses, this would be an awesome option. Oh, yeah. oh, definitely. You know, as far as the simplicity that goes into having them, working them, you know, installing them instead of, you know, cutting out all the ductwork, having the space to put, you know, one of these air handlers or different units that we have. Uh, so space-wise, these help because they either mount right up to a wall or we have another unit. This one actually is supposed to sit towards the floor oh, wow. there, that it usually sits a little lower. So I'll show you guys. This is the floor one. Huh. God, that's crazy. So 
with heat pumps, if you don't have, if you like have a regular furnace, now I'm, I'm going to show how really stupid I am. <laughs> but so if, there are people then that have heating systems, but no air conditioning and you have to add that. Correct. Correct. So is that still a heat pump? Uh, no. So they can have, you know, a gas furnace on its own that doesn't have any of the air conditioning components to those. Those are separate. Uh, a lot of homes here have electric air handlers where they just have electric heat strips and don't have air conditioning. So uh, there are those heat only, you know, systems there that just take additional equipment added on to go through and have that air conditioning. Function so, there. you know what I want because I think it's kind of fascinating because I have two of these. Let's do the heat pump. How? Tell people, I, cause I don't know you, I, I hope you guys are interested in this, but I am. So how does that thing work? How does a heat pump work? So it's two pieces of the pie here. So let me actually open this up and actually take a look. Oh, you're, oh. Okay, now I just want you guys to know, I'm warning you, this is the racy time in our show. We're gonna take off the cover and look inside <laughs> the unit. The inside look here. So, okay, so I'm gonna get over here cause I gotta get this mic in front of you there. Okay, now yeah. we got it. So that's where we have two, uh, you know, pieces to the pie here. This is the indoor unit and the indoor coil. So this is where the refrigerant flows into. The refrigerant makes a loop going back towards the outdoor unit. But the easy way to put it is these two units working together, it will send in the air conditioning mode, mode cold refrigerant to this coil. The house from inside your or the air from inside your home enters through the top here passes over this cold coil and comes out through the system to provide the cool air through the vents. Okay. Uh, and it's this loop that it sends the refrigerant back to the outdoor unit and it cools that refrigerant back down. And it's just a constant loop that that makes. I didn't there to know provide that. Cooling. And so for heating, it's just the opposite. There's a heating unit in there. So for a heat pump system, instead of sending cold refrigerant here, it will actually send hot refrigerant here. So it's the same process, just it reverses the refrigerant cycle to where you're having hot refrigerant provided instead of cold. Which is the most efficient, what's the most efficient system for heating and air conditioning? Yeah, I would say the heat pump systems, there's varying degrees of efficiencies on the systems themselves. Uh, but no, a heat pump system, especially for our climate, which is usually a moderate climate, a heat pump system is great on, you know, maintaining uh, you know, good temperatures, providing adequate efficiencies there. Uh, so yes, I would say your standard air to air heat pump, you know, it's a great system to have and that's what's most common in the area. So I know because I've been trying to get a hold of Alicia and <laughs> she's been very busy because you guys have been very busy. Biggest mistake people make is, oh, it's going to be 110 degrees. It's time to call the heat pump people. Priority one, would you come out and work on my machine? Plus, that's when they always break down is in the cool, when it gets super cold and frozen, right. or when it's really super hot. That's every time when mine decides that it's going to go haywire. Right. And that's what I would say for us. You know, we've been able to manage, I would say, fairly well in these peak times on getting everyone handled, you know, as best we can. Everyone's been busy with these hot temperatures, but uh, I felt like we've done a good job on keeping everyone uh, satisfied, getting to everyone as soon as we can on that. But on that same note, uh, always trying to be proactive. Uh, springtime and the fall time, that's your time to have your maintenance checkup to make sure everything's ready to go for uh, the summertime or the wintertime there. Uh, so heating and air conditioning systems, they are machines. Every machine requires maintenance. It requires you know, things to be checked into uh, to make sure it's ready to go. You know, 
I wouldn't make a big cross country road trip without having my car checked out first. Cause I really don't want to break down in the middle of Oklahoma where I'm not from or around. Right. You know, so it's the same, same concept. You know, you know, you're about to go into a peak season. Uh, you know, it's about to get hot, have it checked out beforehand. So you're ready as best you can. Tom says, Tom Hunt says, all controlled by a reversing valve. Good, clear explanation. <laughs> you get an A yeah. from Tom. Tom, we are hiring. If you are. <laughs> yeah, in you fact, they are. You guys are looking for people, aren't we you? We are. We're always looking for, you know, the right people. Uh, you know, yeah, we have plenty of work for everyone, and Priority One's a great company to work for. I got my start in heating and air conditioning working for my father. You know, it was a big change for me to go and uh, work for a different company and you know, I can say someone coming from a family business, you know, I found a family business and it's great to work here. So, but don't apply if you don't have a driver's license and don't apply if you don't if work you well sketchy. on a team <laughs> and don't put up apply if you look sketchy and don't apply. I love that commercial because oh, yeah. it's what every person, you know, it's in your head, but it's, you guys put it out there on the air and I think it's kind of gutsy, but, but it's also true. It's, it's like, if you can't get a driver's license, we can't have you driving our cars around. That's it. It's the real upfront, you know, honest message that we're looking for. So, uh, Joshua says, how long should you before maintenance on a heat pump? So if, if, if you have one, you, sh you should do it twice a year, shouldn't you? I, yeah, I would say, you know, depending on the age of the equipment, uh, for me, if I were to go to a home, uh, you know, a system that's 10 years and under can probably get by with a once a year maintenance. Uh, if it's over 10 years, you really want twice a year for someone to come out. Uh, for me, having the service background, I like to find the smaller problems before they become major ones. Uh, so when the system starts to age, it's best to, you know, have that every six month checkup to, you know, try and catch something early if something were to happen. And, and I will say, because they <clears throat> obviously priority one it maintains my two heat pumps. And what I loved about last time you guys came out is there. So, okay, Rick, here's something here that in the future, probably next time we're going to have to replace it. We don't need to now. So you don't need to spend the money now, but I just want you to be aware that that's going, you know, that's looking like it probably could go because your system's old. So I think those are really good thing. You know what I mean? It's not, it's kind of like my dentist, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't start digging on my teeth and putting crowns on if I haven't got a broken tooth yet, but he says, they got a crack in that tooth and don't be surprised if it falls out one right. day. You know, some things are just observations and, you know, that's what I like about, you know, our company and our techs, you know, it's, you know, having that communication with the homeowner, you know, and what's, you know, best if something's not needed, but it's starting to wear. Yeah. We like to make a homeowner aware of that just so, you know, in the future and we have that conversation later to that, you know, it's not a surprise. We talked about it before and, um, you know, trying to be preventative on some things that come up. You guys also, as you know, this is the time of year the register guard does their favorite business, you know, person out there and company and that sort of thing. And it is really important for businesses because it kind of puts them up on the list, you know, and it's, uh, um, it's just nice to have that. And, um, if you go on there, uh, the register guard website, in fact, um, Alicia is going to put that in the comment section. You can go in there and priority one is listed. Priority one heating and air conditioning is listed as one of them. And, you know, if you feel like doing a little love, we'd, we'd like you to do that. And so would they, um, you can just go ahead and plug that. And then if you want to go over to uh, media people, um, just go, there's this jerky guy named Rick dancer on there and you should go check his box too. <laughs>
<laughs> but it is for me, it's not that big a deal for them. It really does set people apart because they'll look in and see that that's, you know, some, that's important to them and what has happened. So um, if you guys would do that as well, God, dude, thank you for taking your time. Yeah, no problem. I told Alicia this would be fun. I mean, yes. I knew this would be a good show because I think people really do want to know. And um, Alicia, could you also put in a phone number there in that comment section so that if somebody wants to call, um, you guys, if you've looked at the weather forecast, it's supposed to heat up this weekend and then we're, we haven't even got to August yet. So you might want to get on the list to get your system checked. And if you are somebody who's interested in working and for a company, uh, they're hiring. And again, you know, um, because they are strict about who they hire, you're going to work with good people. Yep. They all have driver's licenses. <laughs> <laughs> what about geothermal cooling michelle or michael wants to know sorry michael yeah geothermal we actually right behind me on the other side we have this climate master unit uh geothermal you know it's a different style of you know heating uh you know an air conditioning cooling on that uh you know a couple neighborhoods around here have geothermal systems they're not very common uh anymore on that i would say a lot of it we end up replacing a geothermal system with a standard heat pump uh basically a geothermal system it's a uh, you know, water-cooled system it has a water loop or it ties in with the water heater to provide uh, a different function to go through uh, on how it cools down the refrigerator. So it might not be the best investment for someone who's thinking of selling a they home? Are, they're very energy efficient. It is kind of a bigger project on having it done the right way. And that's what I would say with any installation or any process that you go through. Uh, it's sometimes not as much about the brand. It's more of how things are designed, who's installing it, and if they're doing things properly in the right way. Uh, you know, that gets into, you know, sometimes the, you know, lowest price doesn't mean it's the best job or the best value. You know, things need to be done right and properly. Uh, and geothermal systems, those have a lot of nuances to them that things need to be designed and planned out properly for them to not have issues down the road. I have a friend and he was building a house and doing it on the cheap. And uh, so he had a a friend of his, an acquaintance who used to work in the business, come in and just do his system. Well, he he didn't do it right. Yeah. And so it's never been efficient. It's never been good. Um, it's always too cold here, not cold enough there because the vents he found out from a professional company such as yourself that they didn't put the venting in the right way and he's paid for it ever since so yeah, and sadly that's you know a common thing and that's where you know for us at priority one with our installations you know we have a you know one year 100 percent satisfaction guarantee you know if we put in a system for you and in that year you're not happy with the system you know we offer a guarantee that we'll refund your money and remove the equipment and uh, you know handle that so it takes the risk off the homeowner and uh, it's you know that we're that confident that we can provide a system that they'll be happy with. So John says he had you guys put in a system two months ago. Love it. And party one team was awesome. Um, Great. Thanks, and, John. You know, and I, you know, when you're looking at houses, I have, you know, a lot of people when you're looking at homes, um, if they have a heat pump, it makes it a lot more sellable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I, when I'm looking at places to stay, um, I'm looking for, <laughs> you know, do you have air conditioning? Do you have a system that's going to work for me? Natalie says, we only have wall cadets. Am I saying that right? Yeah. What would it cost for a heat pump with air conditioning as well as for a 1600 square foot home? And what would it entail? So, uh, you for know, going through on some of that, that would be best to call in. You can speak with one of our comfort advisors for that. But I will say for a home that has wall cadets, and we talked about it a little bit, uh, with the ductless mini splits you know if you have wall cadets you don't have any existing ducting 
so you would have to add in duct work, you know, more as far as the system goes, uh, to where the ductless mini splits may be a better option in that, you know, case with a 1600 square foot home. Uh, as far as giving pricing, it really depends on how the house is set up and what works best. So we usually like to have the uh, our comfort advisors come in, see the home, and see what option works best, what's most cost effective for you, and what would work there. Does that cost anything? No. For so that's what for our comfort advisors, if you're looking to have a piece of equipment installed, uh, there's no charge for them to come out and to give you an estimate for that. Uh, I would say, as you know, being in our busy season, it's best to uh, call as soon as you can if you want to get on, you know, with our appointment list there and. Uh, no, but they're great, knowledgeable guys to, like I said, figure out what would work best in that case and to give you uh, several options on what the solution can be. I want a comfort advisor. <laughs> I don't need an air conditioning system, but I just want a comfort advisor. Can, can you guys do like mental health counseling with the comfort advisors? That's, that's actually what I have Alicia here for. She is my, <laughs> she is my you know, personal comfort advisor. Don't you guys think that's a great term? I'm going to start using that. I need... You know, right in the middle of the show, Alicia, that, that's how I'll promote you. I'll say, okay, I am feeling a desire and a desperate need for a comfort advisor. I'm calling Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning right now. Or if you have Alicia's number direct. And if you're feeling the heat and you need to cool down, call a comfort advisor <laughs> at Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning. No that's more it. problems. Yeah, that's gonna be Thank you so much. Time. I will follow up. Natalie will follow up. Okay, sure. good. All right. Th thanks, buddy. Yeah, no problem. That was good, huh? Aren't you glad you had him here? Because I would have made a total <laughs> mess out of this one. Comfort, huh? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. That's why we have experts at Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning. So if you guys are looking for a job, here's a place to go. If you are looking for a heating and air conditioning company that'll take care of you, this is a place to go. If you need uh, some stuff to make sure that you're going to make it through the rest of the summer and then the fall is coming and winter will be here, then this is the place to go. And go to the Register Guard and tell them, give them some love because uh, they're one of our sponsors. And you guys know you like our content. We can't do our content without our sponsors. And the sponsors need to let people know that's how the whole system works. You love me. They love you. We all get love. And someday we get a comfort advisor. <laughs> <laughs> thanks buddy Thank all right you guys there you go um we will be back tonight uh with a really interesting story in fact i just talked to the women this morning on the phone it's called um oh gosh on the line and these are women who are former convicts uh felons and they are now helping other women in prison through art to get their lives together before they get out of prison so when they get out they have something to look forward to um, I think it's going to be a real touchy-feely fun story, and I think you're going to get a, maybe a different aspect of being a felon. Um, these aren't bad people. They're people that made mistakes. So we'll, um, we'll have that tonight, and then tomorrow we're at the Blue Valley Bistro. Uh, they're going to have music on Friday night, so Seth's going to join us. And then on Friday, we're in Venita at the Emporium, and if you haven't been to the Emporium in Venita yet, what the heck is wrong with you? These are artisans and crafters. This isn't little cheeky stuff. This is like really cool things that you can buy as gifts and they have a mall there and um, all these different artisans are there and it's stuff you won't find anywhere else. I got the coolest tie-dye tank top from the uh, grateful, um, God, I don't remember their last name now, but they made uh, they made a bunch of, they make a bunch of tie-dye stuff. Original hippie tie-dye. You don't get that anywhere but Vanita. So that's on Friday night at five o'clock. All right. I'm Rick Dancer. We will see you tonight, five o'clock. All right. Remember, Priority One Heating and Air Conditioning. Cool off. Thank you.